All right, cool. So we had a question. How did you miss Pat? You are goddamn lie. And he was a fat bitch with a hot booty that sat in his face, all for thirty five dollars. So you did you get them for thirty six? No, it was snowing outside. His face was cold, so I was doing drive-in boot heater, booty heater. Yeah, that too. His head on my ass. You got me all the way fucked up. <laughs> I meant, yeah. I'd have bought your booty on clearance. Hey, you think I'm paying full price? If you charge a 35, I'm haggling. <laughs> so me and Dia met by, um, I went to open mic here when I first moved to Indiana. No friends, depressed, just wanted to get on stage and knock some rust off of me. And Dion, um, Dion was like the king of Indiana, I think. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. <laughs> no, no, no. I had you, just, you had won the election. I had, I had just started doing comedy. I think I had been doing comedy for four months. Yeah, and uh, I came up and I performed. And, didn't, uh, you, didn't you, wasn't your first time in, was it November or December? I moved here in December. Yeah, that's the first time when I moved here in December, right before you guys won the Super Bowl. Indianapolis won the Super Bowl. So I, uh, he just, he became, he came and started talking to me and he was nice and I needed a friend and I liked him. You, you, I will never forget, I will never forget the first time I met you. You, you came to the open mic, you had on this brown long sleeve shirt and blue jean pants. Uh, You didn't wear wigs back then, or maybe you did. I don't know. Uh, It looked like your hair. No, nigga. <laughs> it was a wig too. It was so cheap. She used to wear real. short wigs. Yes, I did. <laughs> she used to real, real short wigs. She was on stage and she fucking crushed. She was killing. And I remember sitting at the table because all the comics would be like right up front, and I just remember sitting at the table just laughing my ass off. I was like, who is this funny lady? And then I had to go up after her. And then I talked about Miss Pat for my five minutes. So it's like, man, I want to see more of that. She was so funny, blah, 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 blah. And like, she was just really, really funny. Um, I didn't know she was an asshole at that time. But uh... asshole, (laughs) I was fucking nice to you. We we actually went through the struggle of the shitty club owner together, and and Dion wanted to quit, and we was going through all kind of shit as comics with this fucking hater here, and we just became friends, and that's how me yeah. and Dion met. Well, we hit it off immediately. Yeah, because I, I I thought you was pretty funny. I did. I thought I said, oh, he got you know I had been doing comedy probably seven or eight years, and I was like, oh, he got some potential, potentials, potentials. Potential. Potential. I see we got some potential. Well, for hell, he could be good if he keep going. How about that <laughs> and so we became friends, and we, we've been friends every fucking since. We, we've got another question. Do you want to take it? Yeah. N- yeah. All right. You almost call me the N-word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> White nigga. <laughs> we, we had a problem uh, getting the episode up on time, and I've never worked on a podcast where at 6.01, if it's not up, I start getting messages. Yeah. But you called me, and you, you said you... You call me go. White nigga. <laughs> the podcast ain't up. What the fuck is going on? Did you just point at her, Chris? Yeah, he pointed at me to say, call me nigga, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> call me nigga, please. Do you That's think I'm you... stupid, Dion? <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, this is Stereo App, and we're having fun. I kind of like this shit, Chris. This is like seeing you naked in the refrigerator. Well, nobody nobody would rather... Wait, I, I oh, would, don't let me compare the app to that. The app is way better. Much than rather be... All right, let's play this. Let's hear Here we go. Hey, Chris. Hey, Bright Frame. <laughs> hey, Miss Pat. Hey, baby. Uh, I just had a quick question for Miss Pat. Did you and Kaylee Cuoco ever become friends? Hell no. 
<laughs> I wish she real rich. I don't got them kind of friend, nigga. My friend is Chris. Yeah, we're best buddies. N- nigga wearing Bro- Bro- uh, Brooks tennis shoes where he ties shoestring three times and they light blue. <laughs> I, normally, I'm across the room, but before a camera angle, I'm sitting right next to her and she is having a hard time with it. Yeah, white people don't give a fuck about their shoe being dirty. <laughs> These are my spare shoes. Spare? Nigga, them spare? These are my spare shoes. Yeah, They look like they got flats. <laughs> the, the the tread's a little worn on the Brooks. Yeah. but I just want to say I'm so glad I'm not in the same room as y'all. <laughs> Get Miss Get. <laughs> All right, let's play the next one here. Uh, please leave us a comment. Leave Come us a on, question. leave minis coming. Ask us anything you want. I know the color of Chris Crack hair. Pro- producer Katie is listening to to the ones and then weaning out. And if you don't make it on the air, it's because your comment wasn't good. <laughs> I want some nasty. Hey guys, ones. so can I ask what is this conver- this content uh, conversation you guys are having between the two of you? What are, what are you guys actually talking about? Is there a topic here? I don't know. What would you like us to talk about? Well, do you want to explain the Pat Down Podcast? There's probably a lot of new people on stereo that don't understand what we do here. So we're the Pat Down Podcast, me, Chris, and Dion. And today we're trying a new app called The Stereo because we want to be able to talk to all fucking fans. We want you to get on here and leave questions, anything you want to ask us, any fucking thing. Nothing is off limit from the moon to the sky to Chris ass and back. We will answer your question. <laughs> so I don't, uh, there seems to be like a lot of fans. You about to get a white virgin? On, yeah. So uh, on the on the stereo app, there <laughs> seems to be like a lot of rabid fans on this. And I wonder if like by not having a topic, we're like violating some unspoken rule of stereo. No, we're not. Uh, we just we're the here topic, to talk. To- the topic of this show is to answer the questions from fans that we have in our Facebook group, the Pat Down. That's yeah, right. anything we, you want to talk about, we're this- gonna let you guys lead it. Go, Dion. I'm sorry, I cut you up. We're gonna let you guys lead it. Whatever the fuck you want to talk about. Did we get another one? Uh, yeah, here we go. Question for uh, Dion is: Was it hard coming up in comedy, and do you still have trouble with? Uh, your material and develop material. No, it wasn't hard. It was hard to get stage time here because one of the clubs said if you worked the other club, you couldn't work their club. So that was hard. But um, it's a lot easier now that the bitch in charge is uh, no longer um, able to stop me from getting on stage. But at first, it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you. Club owners here, the, the the two main clubs, they were absolute assholes. They, like, they were really shitty business people. Like they they competed against each other, and then they if they didn't like you, they made comedy super hard for no reason. Yeah. It was a real real shitty scene here for a long time. They wanted you to go up it's once much a month now. for three minutes, and I was like, I yeah. will suck a fucking pineapple dick before I wait a month to do fucking ten minutes, three minutes. Yeah, and so you had and you these, couldn't go anywhere else either. Yeah, it was nowhere else. And then they had these these guys here. I won't call any names. Pieces of shit comics who thought they was like the granddaddy of comedy. I was like, boy, go kill yourself. In Atlanta, we throw niggas like you out the back door. Yeah, like young white boys with nothing else to do. Well, I was going to let you say that, Chris, because yeah. you love saying the white shit. I, I'm here to uh, be the white person. That's what yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I know. That's what we pay you for. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wait, we're getting paid, Dion? No. <laughs> <laughs> Dion, it's fucked up when your emoji look better than you. <laughs> your fucking emoji look healthy than a motherfucker. You look like a, a crackhead. <laughs> Uh, we're, Fuck you! We're you taking look like a pillow cushion. <laughs> <laughs> that mean I look soft. You want to smell some colored titties, Chris? Yes. Take no. <laughs> her titties smell like her deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> you right? Because I sure be putting it on now, nigga. I be I be deodorizing my titties like you a mother. <laughs> they smell like nut sex when they've been together all day. Oh no. <laughs> Fuck around and suck my titty and swallow a banana. Oh, <laughs> What's that tuna smell? Oh, it's my titties. No, not tuna, nigga. <laughs> Nutsack. Your nuts smell like tuna? Sometimes. Uh, go take the next Why? question. Why? Because he be, he be letting it Because I've cat. been over at your mom's house. <laughs> 
his all joke right. didn't work. Not at all. <laughs> yeah, they ain't gonna let you come in with that little invisible dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're taking your questions. Leave a comment on the stereo app here. Let's go to the next one. Hey, Miss Pat. Hey, Dion. Hey, Chris. It's Chandis. I was just curious if you guys plan on having Miss Pat's brother on the show now that he's out of prison. <gasps> Hell yeah, girl. I just got him a job, too. You can't tell him shit. My brother, that motherfucker be FaceTiming me from his job. I said, look, nigga, put the camera down before you get fired, motherfucker. He said, I want to tell you I appreciate you, and I want to show you I'm at work. I said, you ain't got to show me you at work. Put the motherfucking camera down. What do you have him doing? Huh? What What is he doing on set? Uh, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. I don't really know. He called me. He said, these niggas don't work, though. The butter out the duck. I had never heard of that. <laughs> what? I don't know what the fuck. He had me holler. He said, I said, what the fuck the butter out the duck mean? You basically you said, I've got everybody working on the show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to get him back on here. When I get to Atlanta, I'm going to do a podcast and get him on here. Oh, he's so fucking funny. He's so happy to be free. That, but the thing is, he got like three ankle monitors on him because he was in federal pen. He, he said, I'm glad I get these fucking ankle monitors off. I get on the scale. The scale be weighing these motherfucking monitors. I don't no fuck. 400 pounds. I said, well, you buy 350, nigga, without the main commodities. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next one here on the stereo app. Miss Pat, did you ever find out the job description for your brother? All right, well, we just sort of answered that. You still don't know what he's doing? He's just vaguely working? He's just vaguely working. Okay. All right, let's go to the next question. Hey guys, I'm curious why Miss Pat thought to do a podcast with the two of you. I know she talks about meeting you guys and getting more comfortable, but why you two? Good question. Good fucking question. So when I started the podcast, it was originally another guy, but it didn't work out. Um, so I got Chris, and um, I I tried a podcast before and did a few episodes and didn't work out. Then I went and with, got Chris with the, with the other guy. Yeah, with the other okay. guy. And then I got Chris, Those and I felt good podcast. You just got talked out of doing it. Yeah, I did get talked out of doing it. By who? Old, old, old manager. Oh, oh, he didn't think I was good enough, and you know what? Like, yeah, and I, I had to let him go. But and then I got Chris, and then I knew how much Chris hated. I knew how much Dion hated Chris, right? And I figured I like to bring the opposite together, and I put Dion on here because I kept telling, and I told we told this story a thousand times. I told. I kept telling Dion, he's really a fucking nice guy. And Dion's like, he's a fucking tea party. <laughs> and I was like, shut up, Dion. The man is fucking nice. He just liked to eat. And then I brought them together, and now we all best friends. I just I just knew that energy would be good because you kind of, y'all kind he hated you on Facebook. Right. And you hated him because he was so, oh, I'm so fucking just black. So black Lives Matter. Just as you described him recently, a black angry panther. He was a black, that's what he was. He was a black ass angry <laughs> black man that didn't vote. And I used to tell him shit his fucking mouth. Wearing so, that hat. Yeah, wearing that fucking hat. So I brought him together because I, I think, I think, you know, I hope this podcast show you guys no matter you know, what your belief is, we still can come together and live as human beings. Yeah. Like, I've done a bunch of podcasts, and I had all the equipment, let's be honest. And so I had, you know, experience, and then you were like... Oh, you trying to say I bombed your equipment? Yeah. You Son bought... bitch. You, this nigga am I wrong? Told, yeah. Am I wrong? Yeah, you brought your little <laughs> shit-ass equipment over here in your lunchbox. <laughs> That's true. I'd use a cooler. <laughs> no, we... Miss Pat and I always got along at Bob and Tom. We always had fun talking to each other, talked about weight loss. Like, she lives in my hometown, so, you know, we'd talk about that. So we, we always had, like, good conversations, you know, and when she was just hanging around Bob and Tom, she's like, Joe Rogan told me I need to do a podcast. And then when I brought the equipment, I just thought I was going to help her do like a couple episodes. And she's like, do you want to be my co-host? I was like, what? Me? And he was so fucking scared, scared. of us. Yeah. He was sweat so bad. And then when I brought Dion in, and I remember we did a podcast, and we was talking about white privilege. She said, was that my fault that I was born white? And I was like, oh, God, what the fuck is wrong with this white boy? He's about to <laughs> melt. 
and, and we just started to listen to each other. And, 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 you know, and I was hoping I was hoping it came together like this so we can learn to respect each other no matter how. He's a fucking libertarian. I'm a down the road Democrat, a little bit of Republican in me. And Dion just started voting this year. Yeah. All right, let's go no, to the. I, go I, that's not true at all, but okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I love how she just makes up shit about me. Shut <laughs> up. I'm Morella Dick. All right, we're taking your questions. Leave a comment here on the stereo app. Let's hear from the next caller. Sorry if my children are too loud in the back. I just wanted to know when are we going to get some of the Pat Down merch? I need some merch in my life. I want a blanket with a Miss Pat sand or a fuck you Dion shirt <laughs> or a fuck you Dion fleece blanket. That, that is what I want in my life. A girl, Please make it happen, you guys. A girl, you can go to my website at misspatcompany.com. I got crack, baby shit. But I am going to start getting a fuck you Chris and a fuck you Dion shirt. Let's do it. Yeah. No, you're, no, you're not. Yes, the I'm fuck I am. It. Yeah, I'm going to get it and put your pictures on it. And um, I, I got Wait, an idea. Wait till you hear our right licensing now. fee for our image, Dion. <laughs> oh fuck you, nigga! I, I run, I run, I run my towel over there and turn your face black, and then you can't know, you don't know the fuck it is. <laughs> and Dion, all I gotta do is use your emoji. Your emoji look healthy, look like you got health care. So you can't sue me. <laughs> Looks like you've had at least a can see of soup. Emoji on here. Did you make one? Huh? I said I can't see your emoji on here. Did you make one? Yeah, I made one, but it don't look like me. It look like a white girl with good hair. <laughs> Y'all make sure y'all tune into the uh, stereo app. We're on stereo app. What shit is going down? I am enjoying this shit. It's fun. It's nice talking to everybody. Yes. Come on with the questions, guy. Anything you want to talk about, we're here. We want you to ask us anything. All right. Next question. Miss Pat, you have such a forgiving heart. If your mom was still alive, what kind of relationship you think you will have with her? Good question. Good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, if my mother was alive, I, you know, I probably would have the same type of relationship I had with my daddy. Because before my daddy passed away, even though he didn't raise me and wasn't in my life, I took him in and brought him here to Indiana with me. And uh, I just started over. Yeah. I, 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 I'm an ex-felon. I'm a convicted felon. I, I truly believe everybody deserves a ch- second chance in life. So if my mom was here, I would, I've already forgiven her so I could live. Right, I, I will forgive her and take care of her. And I'll be thinking about it because my mom will be like in her 60s now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that was a really good question. I will forgive her and probably she'd probably be here with me. Yeah. I don't know how to hate. Even when you were younger, like when you lit the grave on fire, you were taking care of her grave, weren't you? Yeah. I, I went out there. She had some ants on her grave. And um, I set the grave on fire. <laughs> and I don't go back now because her boyfriend who molested us buried himself next to her. Oh, that's unfortunate all right next question you think gary Anna whooped nakia's ass <laughs> <laughs> that was nakia wouldn't it i don't fucking know but he was black <laughs> yeah nigga he she be tying nakia's ass up in his house <laughs> he be talking because gary Anna ain't got no ass right she got a flat ass like yeah. a daddy he be talking that shit about her she be whooping his motherfucking ass <laughs> hell yeah she whoop his ass all the fucking time <laughs> that was a good question you be thinking gary out of whoop a nigga ass yeah. she'll whoop your ass nigga what's your address <laughs> Question for Miss Pat. Uh, how did you deal with, like, uh, culture shock moving to Indiana? Because <laughs> I moved from reservation to Minnesota to a small white town, so I was just wondering how you related to that. What's a reservation? Like, he's Native American. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know... I it was a culture shock for me. <laughs> you can say it. I'm we sitting right here. Cut this long ass grass. I go. That's corn, Miss Pat. <laughs> I was confused as fuck. You didn't know what corn was. I had never seen corn before. I had never seen corn grown like that. And I was like, Oh my! I said, Why all this grass so high? These people are nasty. And, and I had to learn it was corn. <laughs> 
I just got out in the community and started to get, get to know people. It was hard, you know, when you living in a place where people don't look like you. Because right. nine times out of ten, when you live in a place where people don't look like you, they don't enjoy the same food. They don't enjoy the same activities. They don't do the same things. And that was hard for me. Because these right. people just go to church, go to the movie, and mm-hmm. go to bed at 8 o'clock. I was like, who the fuck go to bed at 8 o'clock? Right. Now I go to bed at 8 o'clock. And I imagine one of the weird things, like growing up here, it's 98% white and then 2% Muslim. Nobody here interacts with black people. So they probably didn't know how to like have conversations and were intimidated like I was. I mean, I think like if you go back into the Patreon and listen to those first episodes and that intimidation, it's like, I'm not. I just don't have the words, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you got the words, nigga. You just, just use them. Yeah. We don't know why y'all be talking. I don't have the words to talk to black people. They the same words you use at Thanksgiving. What up? Yeah, just a lot of bad beliefs that are ingrained in you if you lived here. Like, did you, do you, did you, or do you still run into a lot of people who are just like, uh, 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 kind of like I was at the beginning? No, not anymore. <laughs> I remember when I would tell black, when I go to the comedy club and black people was like, you just moved here? I said, yes, I live in, you know, Plainfield. And they was like, oh, you know, the Klan started out there. You know, black people don't fuck with Plainfield. I said, why not? They schools got AC. <laughs> you got your black ass kids in that inner city school burning that motherfucker up. I said, you should try coming to Plainfield. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was kind of hard. You know, you just got to try to get to know the people in the community and let them see you. And you're going to meet some that's want to accept you and that, that don't want to accept you. And you just keep fucking moving. Yeah. I remember when I first moved there, the police would pull me over all the time because I couldn't understand why the speed limit was 20 miles an hour because all we did was <laughs> flew in Georgia. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Why they got a pay phone? And they just kept giving me fucking tickets. <laughs> Kept giving me, and then after a while, you know, after I did Bob and Tom and shit, people started to know who I am. Now they pulled me over just to say hi. No, that's sweet. They pulled me over one night, it was like, we heard drugs in the car. So who the fuck you talking to? They was fucking with me. So sometimes they'll pull me over fucking with me. That's funny. <laughs> All right, next up on the stereo app, leave us a comment. Leave Here. us a comment on the stereo app. Chris, when you first joined the Pat Down, how did you feel? And were you nervous? <laughs> well, to be honest, I was a little hesitant just because of t- like a time commitment. And I didn't know, like, Miss Pat intimidated me a lot. And I didn't know how much, like, like ha- am I going to be doing a lot of work for free? The answer was yes, but I really enjoyed doing it. <laughs> but I was... Ask me, nigga. I'd have told you. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably the main source of hesitation. And then, like, some of the racial conversations did intimidate me just because I, I never talked about it, and I'd never had those conversations before. Like, I knew I wasn't prejudiced, and I knew I... It's called racist for you. It's prejudiced for me. Yeah, right. It, yeah. Like, but I didn't... Like, I'd never had conversations and I didn't understand, like, Miss Pat or Dion's experiences at all because I'd never, like, you never heard ha- had those conversations, yeah. you know? So, so that was somewhat intimidating, but it's been really good for me and liberating for me in, in a bunch of different ways because breaking through the, like, that, that hesitancy and Miss Pat just kind of always standing behind you screaming, just say it! <laughs> like has really crept into every other area of my life because I'm typically a pretty diplomatic person who tries to like peacemake you know I was the oldest child and that's just what you're born to do and she's just like no you just I can tell your pussy footing around say it and that that has been probably the biggest like impact that she's had on my life in that just stop being diplomatic because everybody can tell where you stand just say what you think and people respect you more for it and it's like it's been uh, the last two years have been the best in terms of my podcasting, my personal relationships, my friendships, my job. Like, you know, just because I don't, I don't have the same. I don't care as much. Like, I don't have the same fear of what people might think of me or any of that stuff. So, you know, and uh, it's it's just such a better way to live. Yeah, because uh, he can finally speak up for himself now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, next question here on the stereo app. Hey, Miss Pat, when you come to Atlanta, will you be doing an 8 to 5 South Shore podcast? <laughs> yes, I'm going to do the 85 South podcast mm. in January because you guys asked me to. Yeah, this is a big podcast that you're going to not you're not going to believe this, Dion. I'd never heard of. 
Really? Well, I did. Oh, what? You never heard of that? It's almost like Rogan, but for, it's for black people. Um, me and Carlos Miller started comedy around the same time. Mm-hmm. So, I, we, you know, we all ran those same comedy streets in Atlanta. Right. Well, yeah, you know. So, we we worked together plenty of times. I've known him. Uh, I've been doing comedy 20 years, I think, and I've known him that long. Mm. So, yeah, I'm doing the 85 South podcast just for you guys. It's going to be ghetto and crazy, too. <laughs> All right. Next question. Hey, Chris, what have you learned about black people? And Dion and Miss Pat, what have you learned about white people since this podcast started? Thanks. Ron's great guy. What I've learned. You're about- not going to go first because you white. <laughs> Listen here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're not first, motherfucker. You're in a black household. I'm going first. Your black people going to go first today. <laughs> All right, answer uh, answer the question that was addressed to me. It was both questions. We had a question too, nigga. <laughs> I've got a question. What are you talking about? Then we have a question too. He asked what we learned about white people. Uh, oh, I didn't hear that part. Oh, you didn't? I was yeah, trying to you think. I was thinking of a joke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, you go first. Then. No, I, I forgot the joke. Oh well. What have, what, learned- have, what have you learned about white people? All white people ain't evil. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I take people for who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd be willing to give everybody a chance. But I knew that before I met you because I've, I've always been like that. Yeah. I, I learned that white people boil their chicken. Right. And put one egg in their cornbread. <laughs> no egg. No egg. Ew. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's what I've learned. Dion, what have you learned about white people? Hey, this only fuck is fat white girls. First of all, no, that's not all I fuck. That is all you fuck. Because you're nosy and you don't mind your business. Have you been reading? Huh? Have you been reading? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Tomorrow, have I been reading? You know what? I learned that Chris Hart was in the right place. I told you. Uh, I told uh, you. I did. I I, I, I didn't want to. He could not. But I just learned he did. And so. Um, I think. Hold on, Dion. Hold on, hold on. You deal. cutting out? Okay, what'd you say? Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. I, I learned more patience to to have more patience with with people like Chris, who who hearts were in the right place, but they hadn't had the experience that I thought they should have mm-hmm. when when talking on race and stuff like that. So it just taught me patience, um, and and this is a genuinely. Uh, what's the word I'm for? A decent person. He's a decent human being. You know, he he doesn't have intended bias. He doesn't have intended prejudice. He just had lack of experience. And I try to tell you that, nigga. I try to tell you. Yeah, I don't be good listening ginger. to you. I be trying to tell you that all the time. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Chris. I love you too. You yeah. want a kiss? No. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I, it would have been good if we would have just kissed each other. <laughs> you ain't never kissed a nigga before. Racial <laughs> relations have not gone this far, Miss Pat. You a goddamn lie. <laughs> Ask your dad. I'm a black pussy. He don't hate. I I think yeah. I think the thing that I learned was just like get over that fear of having those conversations because I think you're when you grow up in a very white centric town, white very white centric home, like. You're taught a lot of bad thinking patterns, and you know I think in some ways you grew up with that on the opposite side. Yeah, you know where like white people are to be feared, and I, nobody in my house ever said anything outright like that. Like my mom always tried to to do undo what her dad believed, um, but it it was just kind of get up. Why are you on Facetime? Uh, hi. Hi. Uh, I learned just to kind of get over the fear of having those conversations. I'm just going to keep going. She's walking off the live broadcast to talk to her agent. Um, There's some things happening, Dion, that we can't get into here. But anyways, I learned just to kind of let go of that fear that, that, you know, what I've learned, it's not so much, Dion, and I don't know if this sounds weird, but like, it's not that I learned a ton about black people. I learned more about white people and sort of the... The the suspended animation that a lot of those bad thinking patterns will keep you mm-hmm. in, and they will that a lot of your peers will kind of you know 
I'll, I'll never forget watching this documentary about the South during um, the 60s and, you know, anybody that came down to help with the, the freedom rides, like white people would scream in the face of other white people like, you know, what are you doing? You're, you know, you're the white N word, basically, you know, and it was a way to like mm-hmm. intimidate people into their their into that like, you know, belief system. Instead of opening it up for everybody, opening up racial relations and like letting go of the fear of like that and realizing that's all bullshit and that if you actually have a conversation about race and you're not constantly just blaming marginalized people, you know, and it's like, oh, all, and that's sort of what the right does a lot, you know, and even though I am a libertarian from the Tea Party I see a lot of that kind of like fear that's ingrained in a lot of that right-leaning media and just now I roll my eyes at it, you know? And that's, I think I've learned as much about white people in the culture that I come from as as much as black culture, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, you be talking cold-cast shit on Facebook to white people. Yeah. I said, they gonna tie your motherfucking ass up like an uncooked pretzel. Bring it. Oh. Come at me. Well, he know he can say bring it and come at me because there ain't nobody gonna be able to get that nigga legs crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Two fat white birch stumps. <laughs> hey, fuck around and try to tw- twist your leg like a present. Your dick fall off. <laughs> uh, we don't steer your app. Listen, don't. On the other side of it, just jump if you're afraid of something. It's great. And if you need help, Chris will tell you how to take that leap to fucking do what you need to do. Yeah, just stop giving a fuck, like Miss Pat. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. Will Chris or Dion? ever cameo or guest star on the new TV show? Will we be on the TV show, Miss Pat? I don't know. Dion is going to Atlanta with me, so he mm. might. All right. <laughs> but I see how it is. Leave the white devil behind. Uh, no, we're going to bring you with the white devil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, guys. We, I'm I, so clear. I'm not even on the TV show. <laughs> I hope so. I, I truly hope so. I'm going to have to find you something to do uh, in the grocery store in my white community. I'd love it. Yeah. All right. Next question. Hey, Miss Pat. Hey. You're on the Libra album by T.I. Is Tum Tum on T.I.'s album the same cat that you were talking about was in Miss Pat's trap in learning school? <laughs> learning school? <laughs> no, that's not the Tum Tum. The Tum Tum I know is in prison. <laughs> he, he in jail for beating his baby mama. He got 15 years. Oh, Tom Tom. I think it was, I think he told me it was like fighting with his baby mama. They kept fighting and stuff. Eventually, they gave him fifteen years. Yeah, I think he told me he got another year or two before he get out. All right, next question here on the stereo app. Hey, this is Robin. How did Miss Pat end up on Bob and Tom? <laughs> uh, that's that's crazy, ain't it? Mm-hmm. So I moved to Indiana, and everybody was like, "You gotta get on Bob and Tom if you want a career," and um. The club owner would not put me on Bob and Tom. Literally mm-hmm. would not put me on Bob and Tom. <clears throat> Is this the, the C club or the M club? Can uh, you say? Morty's. It was Morty's. Okay. Yeah, the club owner wouldn't put me on there. And he would make up all types of excuses for me not to get on there. So, make a long story short, um, how did I get on there? Oh, Ralph Harris got me on there. Mm. And told him I was very funny, and I'll never forget when I first went on there. And I'm sitting there, and everybody, you know, because you hear from the black people in the end, they're racist, and I'm a little nervous. I don't want to say the wrong thing is radio, and I'm bombing. Mm-hmm. And Tom, you know, Tom don't have much time for you when you bombing. Not at all. And no I patience. went through the first break, and Dion texted me and was like, you're not doing well. I was like, I don't know what to do. He's like, tell him you got shot in the titty. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I was like, tell these white people, they like, tell them that. And I was like, hey, guys. Uh, did y'all know I'm missing a nipple? And they was like, you're missing a nipple! <laughs> and that fucking turned everything around. Yeah. And boy, they was into me. I said, yeah, I used to sell crack. I got shot. I got this. And then I became interesting. Yeah. And from that day on, I just kept getting invited back. Yeah. The, the, you're one of our favorite guests. That's my day job. That's how we met. Like, it, it's always fun. And it's always like, you know, it's going to be entertaining when Miss Pat comes in. You were always one of my favorite comedians when you came on. Um. And if you got a great story like that, Tom will love you forever. I mean, he just appreciates you and loves you to pieces. Yep. 
And that's how I got See, on. They were trying to have her do jokes. And like, you got you to gotta know where the jokes are coming from. Like Pat's style is, you know, they didn't know anything about her. So I was like, you got to tell them. It's tough for storytellers. Say you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. tough for storytellers on that pod on, on that podcast on that radio show. Um, love Ralph Harris, by the way. Great, great person. All right, great. Ralph Harris is one of the nicest dudes in comedy. He sure is. He's See, so I, funny. I fucking love myself some Ralph Ralph Harris when he He's, puts on those glasses and becomes pops. Yeah, oh, he yeah. act that Kills shit me. out, don't he? He's great. All right, next question. Hey, what's the origin of the Pat Downs theme song. Who sung it? Where can I find it? My nephew did um, the, the the theme song. I don't even think he made a whole. His name is Shouty um, Riverdale Shouty on on Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. So it's not a whole song. In terms of downloads, I'll put in the Pat Down as a free download if you want it. All right. Next question. Hey, Dion, is Pat Chris? Uh, my question is for Dion. Have you ever had a comedy set which where you bombed, but you kind of like backpedaled and kind of brought it back? No, if I bomb, I bomb. <laughs> 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 um, it's it's really hard to save yourself if they hate you. Uh, I've had sets where I I didn't um, think I should be. I didn't do as well as I thought I was going to, but I can't think of a time where I started off bad and then recovered. Uh, there might've been a show. I think I did in Memphis where um, I told the crowd, I didn't give a fuck. And they kind of started to like me afterward, but it as question? it was happening. No. Dion bombing. You did bomb in Cleveland that time. Yeah, I absolutely bombed in Cleveland. Oh, and I the, think it was his outfit. Day. No, that wasn't it at all. I came on stage late because I didn't even know the show had started. They didn't tell nobody. So they were waiting for me to come on stage. The The Warriors had just beat the, the Cavs in the finals. My last name was Curry. This crowd was just mad. They was just mad. And I got out there and they didn't like me, which was fine. I handled it. I still have that. I listen to that recording whenever I start feeling myself. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. It was a rough week. It was a rough week for him. And I was like, oh, my God, they're just giving it to my friend. They, they get, You know, black folks, they, they come to holler out at you. Mm-hmm. But he handled it pretty good. And I've always, I've always told him, I said, always go with five bullets in your head. Yeah. That means five things to get a nigga off your ass. Mm. I'm waiting on you. I got five bullets to let loose in your ass. Like a heckler? Yeah, like a heckler. Like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, Lord, don't, you don't want to heckle me. No, you I don't. get mad. All right, next question. I call them thumbtack dicks. <laughs> All right, next question here on the stereo app. So, Miss Pat, I know you're from Atlanta. What's your favorite flavor chicken wings? Nigga, you sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, nigga, call again and ask another question. Good girls or tails? <laughs> that nigga like, sound like he got a coat bought a dick. Mike. <laughs> Mike, call Come on, again. Mike. <laughs> Mike send you a dick pic on Instagram. Don't do that, Mike. I'm married. Uh, you you already know it's lemon pepper, nigga. <laughs> you ain't from Atlanta if you don't eat no motherfucking lemon pepper wings. It's BW3s, that's my favorite. Nigga, that's garbage. Go, <laughs> take the next question. I'm not eating no goddamn BW3s. You got to eat wings. If you had to choose between Chris or Dion to marry, who would you choose and why? Why the fuck would you ask me that crazy question? <laughs> me or Dion, who are you marrying? Chris, you know you Chris, ain't got no dick. I'm not marrying you, nigga. <laughs> you really want to be married <laughs> to Dion? To you marry me, you marry me. At least I can use Dion for a tampon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stick your big ass on my ass. <laughs> See, you can make Dion fuck. You just slay him around the house and ride on him and shit. You can pick Dion up and fuck him. I can't pick you up and fuck you, Chris. Dion, this is how I know she likes to fight in a marriage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the real answer Neither one of these niggles <laughs> I'm genuinely hurt Kate Yeah I bet you ain't Next question <laughs> Next question here on the stereo app Hey Miss Pat do y'all, do y'all have any plans to come to Dallas? Dallas? We already been in Dallas this year Dallas, yeah. Earlier this year 
this year? Yeah, we was in Dallas oh, earlier okay. this year. Uh, next year, after I shoot this show, I come in. Do you have any plans to go anywhere? <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, that's... I'm in I'm in Austin, Texas, uh, tomorrow, starting Friday and Saturday, and that's it for the year. Okay. Next question. Would you ever like to see one of your kids pursue your career as well, or just do it one time and say they did it and just follow your career? I would love for Gariana to get on stage. She's mm. smart. She's political. She'll eat your ass up. I've been pushing her towards comedy for a long fucking time. Gariana's genuinely hilarious. All of them, Joni. Yeah. You hear my son when he come in this motherfucker. <laughs> be talking that bullshit to my keep my wigs on a Pringle can. And I be telling that motherfucker, you keep your dick in an uncircumcised sack. They're they're all funny, but Garyon is just on the best. She's on your level. Yeah. yeah. She could she could definitely be a good comedian. Next question. Chris, have you ever been with a black woman before? And what makes you think you can handle all that? That Quisha guy. <laughs> well, Mike. Oh, I like that. No, I've never been with a black woman. And no, I don't know if I could handle all of Quisha, but I'd sure like to try. Oh, that's so you sweet. Can't, you can't. <laughs> you fuck around, Quisha. Be don't put that motherfucking black. Quisha got something in the ghetto called a black cock. What? Yeah, black. See, white people say cock, but we've been saying cock for vagina for years. My mother really? Such a hot cock ass down. So in the ghetto, Quisha got something called a black cock, boy. I bet you it's pink and blue on the inside. <laughs> You ain't ready. <laughs> that pussy. I bet you Quisha vagina walls got feet. <laughs> feet why to hug a nigga when he get in it <laughs> <laughs> Quisha vagina go all over nuts Quisha vagina go all over nigga nuts <laughs> alright next question hey Chris hey Dion what up Miss Pat I have a two part question do you still suffer from your vertigo? And if you do, or if you don't, how did you how did you get rid of that? And also, do you think Gariana would whoop Chris and Dion's ass? <laughs> God damn! <laughs> Everybody calling in with Dion. <laughs> I no, I don't. I still do. I still do suffer from vertigo, but not. I do therapy for it now. Uh, and yeah, I think Gary Allen will whoop Chris and Dion ass at the same time. Mm, I don't know. Dion, do, do you I think we could take her? One or one or together? I don't, nigga, I don't know about you, but I help her beat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and Dion's so goddamn smart. <laughs> <laughs> well, joke's on you because I'm going to pick you up and swing you into her. <laughs> <laughs> It's really weird to watch the stereo app, your avatar, with Miss Pat's voice. <laughs> uh, somebody should screen cap that. That'd be funny. All right, next question here on the stereo app. Oh, this question is for Chris. Uh, Chris, how did you feel after Miss Pat slapped you with that or uh, spanked you with that Hot Wheel track? <laughs> Stimulated? Turgid? Aroused? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> No, it really, it really is. So she, uh, for the page, for the pat down group, she hit me with a Hot Wheel track like a black mother should. And it hurt. It hurt really bad, actually. Like I had a big mark the next day. <laughs> so uh, next question. Dion, Chris, what's the best Miss Pat story you've ever heard? Oh, God. Man, I, <laughs> I don't know. Dion, you go first. Before we go, let me tell y'all, we're on stereo app. So make sure y'all tell somebody and tell somebody. So when we come back and do this again, you can fucking hear us on stereo app. Yeah, you can listen back to this too. Um, I mean, best story you can tell on the air, Dion. There's so many times where it's, I've been on the road with her. and You know, <laughs> she's had to stand up for herself. Um, she's beat up a lot of people. <laughs> so... <laughs> um, Probably, probably my favorite Miss Pat story is the first time I saw her whoop a nigga ass. Um, she, it was, it's, it's, I'm not going to say the comic's name, but she beat him up in front of everybody. He ran to the manager. He was like, help me, help me, help me. And the manager was like, I ain't got nothing to do with that. Because he wanted to see it, I too. I think that's when I officially, yeah, I think that's when I officially fell in love with her. It's like, I love this woman. I always have her back. 
my experience has kind of been like everybody else because like I didn't have a friendship with her before we really started doing the podcast. So like it's been this like weekend week out revelation of all these stories where it's like first it's helping her uncle Cecil fuck and then it's the the grandfather's funeral where everybody's melting and then it's lighting her mom's grave on fire and then it's like climbing down the chimney for south me and then it's south me and it just never stops and i like like you when you do a podcast you have to think like can you do this same podcast like two years in advance? Like, are there enough stories? There's never an end to the stories. No. And every fucking week she surprises me with some new batshit crazy tale that either she's committed recently or happened in the past. And it always makes me laugh. I think I think the first one, I think the uh, the funeral with your grandfather and Uncle Cecil, like that, I remember that day at... Uh, at the comedy club that we recorded at, like I can visualize that with tears in my eyes. Like it was the funniest story. And that's when I knew that this podcast was going to be something like crazy good because you hadn't really, I think you'd maybe told it on stage, but like it wasn't top of mind. We hadn't really prepared anything. And it just was like, just came out and we were dying laughing. And like that, the story that sticks out to me is like my favorite like you telling a, the story about helping your uncle Cecil fuck like is ridiculous. It's episodes 20, 30, 40, somewhere in there. It's like so funny. Yeah, it's a funny ass story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next question. Hi, guys. Absolutely love the podcast. Miss Pat, you've appeared on other people's podcasts like Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz. So if you guys were to have somebody appear on your podcast, who would it be and why? We had Howard Mandel. That's the only guest, and then a crazy man at time. Uh, I don't know. I would love to interview Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna one day ask Joe Rogan, "Would you do my podcast, Joe Rogan?" Yeah, Dion. Is there anybody that you would love to? Interview? I would love to see him out his comfort zone. You know, not yeah. on his podcast, just here talking shit with me. Mm-hmm. Seeing these black babies run around my house, <laughs> and you know, just talking. <laughs> Talking alien shit and the kids like, what wrong with this white man, mama? <laughs> <laughs> that type of shit. Who would you like to see, Dion? Uh, probably uh, Bill Burr. I- I'm a huge fan of Bill Burr. I met him one time. He was super nice. Uh, I like his podcast. I like his comedy. So I, I would love to have Bill on. I'd like to see Joel McHale. Because, like, the chemistry that you and he had on the cabin, like, you could tell he genuinely liked you. He genuinely thought, like, you genuinely liked him. You both thought the other was funny. He didn't blink. He didn't miss a step when you called him Ryan Seacrest. He just went right (laughs) super quick. Like, I could just tell, like, it'd be fun to see the two of you have a conversation, and that'd be really funny. Well, good. I, You know, actually, I talked to him a couple days ago. Really? Really? And I get this L.A. number, and I'm like, who the fuck is this? Because I have this thing where if somebody famous give me that number, I won't lock it in mm. until they reach out because I don't want to be calling anybody right. and seem like I'm bugging them. And I get this text, and he was like, well, I ain't heard from you since the cabin. I'm like, who the fuck is this? What goddamn cabin I been at? And so <laughs> <laughs> I'm strolling through my phone. oh, shit, this Joe McHale. <laughs> and I said, well, uh, and I just started talking to him. And we talked, we we text for a while. Yeah. Generally, yeah, we gonna, I'm going to get Joe McHale on this fucking podcast. We intentionally don't nice. have guests, do we? We in Indianapolis. Who the fuck we gonna have? <laughs> but you, you, you said re, like you said you don't. I didn't want guests. it. To, I didn't want it to be like one comedian uh, interviewing the next comedian. You know, we was blessed to have Howie Mandel for our very first guest. Right. Um, I, I just don't want that because then you get the same shit with podcasts. I just think we got we talk enough between each other to make it interesting every week. Yeah. And if we throw I mean the guest is used to my fucking families. Mm-hmm. So, you know, some crazy shit. My brother in jail, my cousin that don't like me, my other cousin that wanna kill me. Yeah, those are the people that I really want to hear from. Like if we could go in back in time and like have your mom on, I'd love to hear like she what did. she did. I know, but if that's why I said if we could go back in time, <laughs> it would be great I want to no podcast when she died. Yeah. Right. Stop talking this stupid shit, okay? <laughs> We could get a hologram. A hologram. <laughs> she did. <laughs> you imagine? Let's get for her for her fiftieth birthday. Let's get her a hologram of her mom. Get her a hologram of her mom. 
<laughs> and my mom probably be like, bitch, why you set my grave on fire, you dud-ass hoe? <laughs> Next question. I'd love to my have, neck up. <laughs> I'd love to have Garrett, like if Garrett were comfortable with like have a full interview with Garrett, just hear all the crazy shit he's seen. Ooh, that's my husband, y'all. My husband, right? Yeah. I'm going to ask <laughs> no. him to do it one day. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. Next question here on the stereo app. And we wrapping it up after one How more after this. How did you wind up making a cameo on the Fox show Star? Um, what was that experience like? What did she say? Can't, I, I didn't hear it. I'm so sorry. We're going to have to do it. She another. said, how did you make a cameo on the TV show Star? And what was that experience like? I thought that's what she said. Well, the project is through Lee Daniel. Mm. It's funny when people know everything you do. I, I truly appreciate you guys. I truly appreciate you fucking guys. Because I didn't think anybody saw me on there. Um, this pro- my, my TV show is through Lee Daniel's. And um, since it's a, it was that was a Lee Daniels show, he put me on that because I had never been like in a TV show before, so he put me in there just to give me the experience, and it was it was really fun. I made two cameos in there. Yeah. Uh, well, let's do like five more minutes. Okay. All right. If Chris is on Miss Pat's show, does that mean that he is part black after that officially, or no? Chris is definitely no. a white nigga. <laughs> <laughs> without the without the sex we working on it <laughs> next question miss pat are we gonna get another book god damn you know me pat don't be spelling that good <laughs> <laughs> you had the best ghostwriter <laughs> uh, she was a ghostwriter too uh yeah we working on it honestly we are working on another book cool that's yeah, great we are. the, the Rabbit is one of my top three books that I've ever well, read. Thank you. So thank good. You. you will read it in two hours if you're a Miss Pat fan, especially. Hey, Miss Pat. How many Christmas trees you got in your house this year? <laughs> That's somebody from England, ain't it? <laughs> uh, sounds Scottish. It's Scottish. He's sexy. Hey, Miss Pat, how many fucking Christmas trees you got this year, baby? <laughs> I got five, baby. I even got one in the bathroom waiting on you with naked dolls on them. <laughs> well, way to Miss Pat's heart is apparently a Scottish accent. <laughs> and the lemon pepper wings from earlier. Hey, Miss Pat, does Garrett still have diet hands? <laughs> <laughs> I love her accent. Diet hands? <laughs> yeah, girl, he still got diet hands. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't clear up after the surgery? Oh, uh, it's coming back. It's coming back. <laughs> but I don't think I don't think he can punch a nigga right now. <laughs> Dion and Miss Pat, what's the best advice you could give? Someone that's trying to get up and start open micing and, and trying to get into comedy. My thing, I would say, just do it. The more you hesitate, the more you're not going to do it. Don't do not fucking invite your family and friends to your first open mic. Because if you don't do well, them niggas ain't going to stop telling you you didn't do well. And then you ain't going to never forget you bombed in front of them. Go bomb a couple times by yourself or go try it a couple times by yourself. Do not take, don't even tell a nigga it's on your mind, okay? I'm going to erase your question after this so don't nobody find out what's on your fucking mind. Now, Dion, give me your advice. I, I would say take a personal story. Whatever your first joke is, it should be personal to you. You shouldn't try to make up anything. Find something, find the most tragic thing that happened in your life and talk about that. Try to find the funny in that. That's true, but don't take nobody with you. Miss Pat. Who's your favorite comedian, dead and alive? Dead, I go with George Carlin. Live, I go with Dave Chappelle. Or you. Oh, that's so sweet. My favorite dead comedian is hanging in my office, which is Richard Pryor. All time. I think one of my favorite live comedians probably is Dave Chappelle. Mm. Because I'm such a storyteller. And that's, those are the people, when you when you tell stories like that, like Dave always doing, that attracts me. Right. I'm not for the quick, quick bang, bang. I want to know something personal about you. And every time Dave get on stage, it's always something personal about him. Yeah. So probably Dave Chappelle and, and I know for a fact uh, Richard Pryor. Dion, what about you? Uh, Richard Pryor's my favorite dead comedian. And 
Dave. It goes between Dave and Chris Rock. Well, oh yeah, I like Chris. Too. Can I? Because Richard Pryor is like the most common answer that I hear comedians give is their favorite. What was so special about him? What was different? Uh, he didn't he give was a the fuck. First, didn't give a fuck, nigga. He was the. Yeah, he was the first one to tell, you know, tell real stories about his life. I mean, he before Richard Pryor, it was all you know Tonight Show jokes and monologues. Like set up punchline, set up punchline. Oh, either quick Rodney stuff. Dangerfield yeah. type right, stuff. Right. So I think he came out the gate and just didn't give a fuck. And I think that's when people pay attention to you when you don't give a fuck and you just, you know, you, you free. You free as a comedian, you the people who done been through some shit. Right. So um when you can when you can be that free on stage, you let other people know it's okay to be free. Right. He had every that you need to with it. He has fuck crowd. I mean, just all aspects of comedy. Richard was a plus. Won't you put it on your lap? Uh, I'm not sure if it's the the cord or if it's the connection. So. It's the last question. We uh, we promised an hour. This is an hour. So we started at six. We started about six ten. All right, so five more minutes. Take another question here. Would Chris or Dion ever move to the South if they had the chance? Mm. Dion, would you move South? Southwest. What the fuck that mean? I, I don't like the South. South. <laughs> you don't like the Deep South? Because y'all, don't, y'all gotta understand, when I went to Atlanta the first time with Miss Pat, she traumatized the fuck out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, before you say that, we on stereo app, y'all. Go on, Dion. Tell him about the first time we went to. I took your black ass to Atlanta. Man, the first time we went to Atlanta, <laughs> we do in this club, uh, Laughing the Laughing Skull, Skull which, which is right next to the gay club. Uh, she knew it. I didn't know it. And so she 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 go she parked the car. We get out, and uh, I got to carry the merch in. She go on ahead, right? So I'm trying to get the merch out, and there's just. Gay dudes getting it all right next to her. I was like, what the? <laughs> so it, and that was just like the tip of the iceberg. So we, after the show, we're selling merch. I'm setting everything up outside because they don't have room. The Laughing Skull is a very small club. There's no room inside to set up merch. So I'm setting up merch. And there's a random crackhead with her baby, butt naked, walking down the street. <laughs> begging for t-shirts. I'm like, I can't give you the shirt. They don't belong to me. But you do need to cover up this baby. She set the baby down to ask people for crack. It was just, ah, oh, it was, <laughs> I wasn't ready. She took me to the mall and more crackheads were wilding out. It's just, it was out of my comfort zone. <laughs> and I've never recovered. Her family's wild as fuck. We went to her cousin's tire shop and it was just, oof. Whew. Just driving through Atlanta is like, you're going 99 miles an hour. It's just, it seems like a wild town. It is, it is, but it's fun. It's it's very fun. I'd totally moved to the South. Like we grew up going to St. Augustine, Florida as kids, and I always loved driving through the South. Like I'd move anywhere in the South or Southwest in a heartbeat. Like I'd love to live in St. Augustine. It's my favorite town. Like uh, you know, it's like it's everybody's nice, everybody's polite, it's interesting, and it's not it's just not kind of like here's kind of milk toast a little bit, but uh, like where I live, but yeah, not moving to the South for now uh last question question for chris mm. chris have you gotten a box cut since the first time you got one yes and no <laughs> kinda <laughs> he trims he squares off the top of my head with a blade it's a little outgrown now what do you think i think you look chris like a, looks exactly like his avatar minus the big ass glasses i think you look like a young donald trump <laughs> all right well i don't want the last question to be about me let's, let's find <laughs> hey miss pat so how did your husband survive all these years and you don't know how to cook <laughs> and why didn't gariana teach you how to cook unless she was gone you know most of the time doing comedy i think you need to start learning <laughs> why can't you cook miss pat it don't interest me. Mm. I don't like it. And uh, my husband went all this time for, for me not cooking because he can cook his ass off. Mm-hmm. So he prefer if I get the fuck out of the kitchen, but he won't go grocery shopping. I have to go grocery shopping. Yeah. And Gariana can cook her ass off. 
My kids cooks really well, but they learn it from him. You know, you got to have an interest in something to do it. I'm not interested in cooking. I, if I if I turn on the stove, the eyes up very fucking high. Everything burns. The smoke alarm is racist. It's always going off when I walk in the kitchen. <laughs> so, you know, cooking has just never been my thing. I, I I go paint a table or I do some other type of shit, but I, would, I, I hate cooking. Do you like going grocery shopping? You go a lot. Like, is it sort of just an escape for you because you can't go down on the road? Like, why are you always shopping? Because I got a lot of fucking kids. That's why I'm always shopping. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't like, I, I'm lazy now. I pull up at Sam and let him put it in the back of the car. <laughs> app nigga that shit work when y'all hearing this live on stereo app i'm telling you i'm lazy i hate to cook get around me making all this fancy shit and she put all these different types of seasoning and shit and then the season i can't pronounce i'm walking around in the store hey my daughter want me to get that what that is right now because I, I don't know what the fuck she want yeah. I'm like you know what the fuck this is a uh, ruda 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 i don't know no motherfucking ruda 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 <laughs> what i don't know what the fuck it be seasoning and then she'd be like go in there and get me firm tofu tofu what bitch what the fuck is tofu <laughs> then, you know what i got a facetime for the first time what the fuck is tofu make sure touch it beat it make sure it's firm i said you gotta stop sending me to this store for this bullshit i cannot fucking pronounce and then she cook with wine go pick up some wine we making an alfredo well bitch don't that shit come in the bottle <laughs> we gonna make it from scratch we need a dry wine so i'm like do you know what a dry wine is i'm running around saying she won't did she won't did she won't did i'm like i can't i can't do it <laughs> you know all i need is salt and pepper all right well i think that's i'll uh answered all play the questions the, play the last four all right you asshole Question for Miss Pat. Miss Pat, what is your best memory from your childhood that, like, you can think of that isn't like totally traumatizing? Um, my best memory. Um, when I gave birth to Ashley. Aww. I remember getting my first welfare chicken back in the day. They didn't give it all to you. You had to wait three months. <laughs> <laughs> So also her worst memory was for giving birth to Ashley. <laughs> and I got that first chick. It was like a thousand dollar boy. I was in the hood in the eighties. You go, I was rich. <laughs> All right, next question. Miss Pat, as you gain more popularity and more fame, do you ever think that you would do like a reality show um, that just like shows your life? Um, in the in the inner workings of your household, girl, dog, my husband won't participate. Yeah, I, I doubt he would. Yeah, my husband, won't, but my kids might. If you're gonna pay him, <laughs> it would be crazy. <laughs> Next question. This question is for Miss Pat about the comedy roast battle. Uh, how bad did you want to slap the fuck out of Ralphie May when you try to like lick your face? Just let let me know, please. <laughs> You know, I got in that roast battle and I didn't even want to do it. I thought I was going to get knocked out in Chicago and I ended up making it. Mm -hmm. And I had just lost a lot of weight. And I look back at that, I look like shit. And I couldn't believe, I kind of froze up because yeah. I had I had like a lot of shit to say about Raffi May. And then when he wanted to be an asshole at the end and, and lick my face, I wanted to kick that nigga in that little dick. <laughs> and uh, I think the next year he ended up passing away, but uh, I wanted to whoop his fat ass. <laughs> I, did. I was so happy he lost in the next round to the dude, uh, the, the comedian dude. And he said, Miss Pat, I kicked his ass just for you. I was like, yes. <laughs> All right, last question. Hey, y'all. What's one thing that you guys admire about each other? Dion, you go first. Uh, the thing I admire most about Miss Pat is her uh, get up and get at it attitude. She doesn't let anything keep her down. She doesn't let anything stop her. And I, I find that very, very admirable. My thing I admire about you, Chris, is that you're willing to listen. Um, you have a, uh, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. You're just, you're willing to to give somebody a chance. Uh, I'm not always willing to do that. So I admire that, that you are willing to do that. 
I would say for Dion, it's that you are very principled. You have a very strong sense of right and wrong, and you don't make compromises on it. And I, I admire that and appreciate that because I am because I because I am more like, oh, let me hear their experience. You're like, no, fuck that person. They're wrong. And I, so I've I've learned that from you, Miss Pat. It is her toughness. It is just that she nothing ever stops her. She keeps going. She doesn't. She knows what's right, and she doesn't, you know, she's not cruel about things. She's like, I'm going to get this, but I'm going to get it the right way, and I'm going to be tough about it, show up every day, work hard. And I admire that professionalism and toughness. Now. Um, I don't mind shit about y'all. Nope, you have to say it. You have to say it, or we're not going to be done. I know how I, you've got, your phone is blowing up with 9 million questions, so you, um, you, we're not ending until you say nice things you know about I, You know what I admire about you? Is that you was willing to make that change and you was willing to learn because it takes a lot to come into somebody's house that you're not used to, a whole different races of race of people that you already got thoughts about in your head and you was willing to open your mind. And that's you was you were you are exactly what black people wish a lot of white people would do. Mm. Not be scared, be willing to talk about race, be willing to fuss and fight and then you know, realize what it is to be black in America. And I think that's what I like the best about you. I've seen you grown over the years, you know, and you understand black America now. Uh, Dion, what I admire about him. <laughs> I knew, I knew she'd kind of say that about, I was, so, I couldn't wait for Dion. Uh, Dion, I mean, he's always been a friend. We argue, we fuss, we fight. Um, you know, he listened. I, I know I push him hard sometimes. And I know I get out of pocket and I talk to him like he ain't a man and he, he pisses him off. And, <laughs> and you know, but it's all out of love. You know, if you if you with me, I'm going to push you. I'm going to, because if I push you, I move too. Yeah. And that's just how I am. I don't want to see anybody left behind. You know, I don't know where this shit going. I don't know where I'm going to end up one day. But I hope to bring my friends with me. Yeah. So, you know, I admire him allowing me to push him and listen. And with that, we're going to end that on the stereo app. Because my fucking phone is blowing up. It's, I, it's, Dion, you wouldn't believe what's going on over here. God only knows what's happening, but I feel bad for her because she's, she's got serious things going on here. I do so. have serious things. We want to thank y'all. This was y'all. a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. Hey, we're going to do three more of these. Make sure y'all tune in. Pay attention to the, to the pat down thing. We're going to do another one next week when I get back. Don't forget, I'm in Austin, Texas this week, December the 4th and 5th. So make sure you pay attention and join. Keep coming in, y'all. You guys was fucking awesome with the questions. I don't know if we're going to be taking questions or we just going to be having a conversation. We're going to come up with some shit because I really enjoyed this fucking stereo app. It was really fun. It was really yeah, it's fun. It's nice to talk to the audience. They're always asking questions and, you know, Dion and I can't really say, like, go ask her yourself. Yeah, so so tune in to, uh, next week when we do another one so we can get this shit up and running, y'all. I really enjoyed y'all question. And we the Pat Down here, we here at the Pat Down truly appreciate you guys.